Welcome in to episode number 17 of the One and Done podcast with Austin Atwood, Jake Huther, and yours truly, Dan Cooter. Less than one week until we have a bracket and March Madness begins. We got a lot to go over. Conference tournaments, some have already punched their bid to the NCAA tournament, and others are starting and going on this week as I'm watching the Southern Conference Championship right now between East Tennessee State and Wofford. We'll get you updated on that along with everything else that's going on. You heard the voice of Austin. I'm going to mix things up here today and go to Jake first, I guess. Jake, how are you? I'm doing great. Okay, thanks. Austin, how are you doing? I'm uh, doing all right. You know, as you said, the SoCon Conference Championship's on right now. Just taking a look at that. Looking forward to some West Coast tonight as well. Uh, just champ week, baby. It's here. It's finally here. Waiting for it. Sunday's the big day. Biggest day of the year. Yeah. Selection and, Sunday. Uh, bigger than Christmas. Shut up, Jake. Um. Austin can't gamble this week because he doesn't have a wallet. <clears throat> that is uh, very true. Um, <laughs> not a, entirely sure what's going on there. Um, yeah. Do you have an update for us on what's going on? No, no update. You uh, <laughs> have absolutely <laughs> no idea where it is. No, it was not in the Uber. It's got to be at uh, the bar or somewhere, hopefully. Or some almost homeless guy has it. Uh, <laughs> Not good. But yeah, so we're looking at a potentially sober St. Patrick's Day Saturday for yeah. Because what's the plan if if no wallet is found? I guess I'll just sit in the chair and watch college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. How are you surviving with uh, without a wallet or, or credit cards or? Or money. It's it's difficult. Every time I'm like driving or I need to go somewhere, I'm always looking for my wallet, and then I realize huh, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because that's like your first like reactionary move is like, oh, I'm gonna grab my wallet, and my keys, and I'll head out the door, and then oh, I don't have a wallet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like today, I was leaving work, checked my back pocket, wasn't in there, freaked out a little bit, and then I was oh, like, oh, oh yeah, god. I don't have Maybe you should have freaked out a little bit before you got in the Uber on Saturday night. Well, the thing is, I woke up, and then I realized that. Oh, boy. (sighs) That's the worst, is when you go through the whole process of getting home and then wake up the next morning and realize that the wallet is gone. It was one one of the worst feelings. I was really hoping I lost my phone instead because my phone sucks and I need a new one. (laughs) So I would have been fine with that, but... uh. Uh, When do you... When do you break the ice and just buy a new wallet? Like, when do you give in and say, like, I'm not finding my old wallet? Uh, are you going to give it? Are you going to give it in, like, another week? Because once you buy a new wallet, you're basically, you're throwing the white flag. You're saying, well, I'm not, not going to find my wallet. I have another wallet ready to go. I just, But it doesn't have any contents I, in it. <laughs> I got to get the contents. Maybe, I don't know, maybe tomorrow I just order the new shit. Ah, oh, God. It's, you don't even want to think about no, it, do you? It's it sucks. <laughs> um, got a lot to go over. A bunch of games that caught my eye on Saturday. Is there anything in particular here that you want to go over? I know we had um, Utah <clears throat> State was able to beat San Diego State, uh, fifty nine fifty six in a last second uh, buzzer beater from Sam Merrill. 
that push the Aggies into the tournament as an auto bid. They win the Big West tournament. Obviously, a little bit of a surprise here as the number five team in the nation, San Diego State, falls. And by doing so, fall off the number one line as Dayton replaces them for now. Seems like San Diego State is locked in as a number two seed um, based off of the second loss of the season for them and the fact that they are done until tournament time starts. What do we make of the San Diego State team? Are we losing a little bit of confidence to them going into the tournament now? I've lost a lot of confidence. They just have left a terrible taste in my mouth. Yeah, obviously dropping to a two seed now, you know, puts them in a little tougher spot as they'd have to play a pretty good seven and ten, seven or ten seed in the second round if they were to get past the 16. You never know. You never know. Parody this year. Parody. Yeah. You mean the uh, 15? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if they – Providence has moved up to a number seven. I'm not sure if they were in the same region or not. Yeah. But, yeah. I could definitely see that happening as yeah, well. Like if they run into each other, I'd 100% have full confidence in Providence beating San Diego State at this present time. But, yeah, obviously, you know, bad taste in the mouth. They have a, what, week – two weeks off, week and a half? Before they yeah, around there. Mm-hmm. So sitting there, you know, ice cold. Uh, they just they've lost some steam. They've played some tight games as of late. As yeah, well. yeah. Um, Air Force, Boise uh, State, we're all pretty tight. Yeah, They're a team that falls asleep that. early. They just yeah, don't they, really get it have, going. They've had multiple games where they've had to come back from behind it in the second half. Yeah, and they lost that game to UNLV. And then they fall to Utah State in the Big West tournament uh, in the championship game. So Utah State walks away with the title and possibly a bid stealer because Utah State was kind of looking from the outside in. I'm not really sure how it would have worked out if they did fall to San Diego State. We talked about, I remember last Monday, we were saying this Utah State team was going to have to make a deep run into their conference tournament, which they ended up doing. But if they hypothetically were not to beat San Diego State, I'm interested to see what would have happened. I mean, we're obviously not going to know, but they seem to be locked in as a 10 seed. That seems to be where they're going to they're going to fall here come tournament time. <clears throat> yeah, so, definitely. It, it would have been really interesting because instead of playing Nevada, they played a Wyoming team, which mm-hmm. um, obviously very low in the net. Um, just assuming, judging by their <laughs> 11 seed in the Mountain West. So it, that's a game that they had to win, and if they, which if they won, when they won, it didn't do much for them. But if they lost, it would have destroyed them. So yeah. obviously, you know, they hey, they're in. They want. It. We said it on Monday. I was like, hey, go out and win your conference tournament. And they did. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Other teams that essentially clinch their bid into the tournament. Rutgers gets a huge road win, 71 to 68 in overtime over Purdue. The Boilermakers, on the other hand, are most likely going to have to win the Big Ten tournament to get into the field as of now. But for this Rutgers team, Jerry Palm has them as a last four in with a net of 32. They have a record of 20 and 11, and they get that elusive road win that we have been waiting for them (laughs) to get. I don't, you know, when you're in the Big Ten outside of Nebraska and Northwestern, it really doesn't matter who you beat in the road because it's, it's impressive if you win in the road inside that conference. And Rutgers is able to do it. 
I'm going to say they are locked into the field yeah, as of now. They get a tough 8-9 matchup against Michigan, which, I mean, is a toss-up. There's a lot of games in the Big Ten that are going to be a toss-up coming up in this conference tournament. We'll get into that in a little bit. But what do we make of the Scarlet Knights team? I think it's got to be a confidence booster for us, the committee, and anyone who is filling out a bracket this next week because – I kind of alluded to it a little bit out a little bit through the season and you kind of talked about it too, how when you get to the NCAA tournament, every game is essentially a road game because you, mm-hmm. you're playing every game on the road. So this has to bode well for everyone in terms of our confidence of Rutgers, just because they're able to finally go on the road and win a game. And even more so for them themselves, you know, getting ready for this big 10 tournament. Yeah. I think they're, cause they were on the bubble last week, last Monday when we were recording Yep, and they got and that big win over Maryland. Big win against Maryland, and they go on the road and get a win at, at Purdue. So That's I think a massive they, week. Massive. I think they're firmly in right now because there's a, just a lot of other teams that are just teetering. They keep losing, win or they keep winning. They lose, like you know Texas. I'm sure we'll talk about them in a few minutes mm-hmm. here. And I uh, think, but <clears throat> oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to just add. I think it's huge for them and UCLA to do well in their own conference tournaments to yeah. bolster the resume so they can get off of the last four in line. Because as of now, Jerry Palm has UCLA and Rutgers meeting in a first four game Ooh, man. to get, to get into the field of 64. That's obviously that's one more game you're going to have to play. And if you can yeah. try to avoid that at all costs, you're going to be able to, I think UCLA has a much better chance of working their way off of that, first four line but as I should preface before we really dive deep into these conference tournaments and where we see teams fitting into the tournament we can all guess where we think these teams are going to be but we're going off of what we're seeing from the bracketology experts and then kind of sprinkling in our own opinions as well personally I think UCLA and Rutgers should both firmly be into the tournament and not a last four in that's my personal belief. Maybe Rutgers even more than UCLA because UCLA still sets with a pretty nasty net at 76. They And this yeah, is due bad. to the poor start of the season they had. And so I think we even said this last Monday. They're, they're still not out of the water yet. They need to continue to win games. And they lose a tight one to USC, 54 to 52. <laughs> A game that really would have probably solidified their place into the tournament. But with saying that, they get the number one, they are the number two seed, I should say, in the Pac 12 tournament. So, you know, they're, they got their work cut out for them. But I think compared to Rutgers, they got a little bit of an easier road to maybe winning their conference tournament, I should say. Yeah, definitely an opportunity to win a couple more games to help uh, solidify their status in the tournament. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. A convincing win for Creighton. 77 to 60 at home <clears throat> over Seton Hall. Creighton, I think, is firmly on the two line as of now. Yeah. Um, Jerry Palm has them uh, sitting there as well. Kind of bodes well for them that a lot of other teams around them have lost uh, via Maryland is one of those. Um I think Creighton, Villanova, and Florida State are firmly on the two line. Oh, and San Diego State as well. So I would say unless Creighton 
falls apart in the first round. They're the number one seed in the Big East tournament, so they essentially have the easiest path to get to the mm-hmm. to get to the tournament championship game. So, I, I mean, as of now, I really think the two seeds are pretty much locked up. I would say, for the most part. I mean, anything anything can happen. It's March; anything can happen. But especially after the win that Creighton got. I really like this team, and I, I can definitely see myself filling out my bracket and, and having this team in the Elite Eight and, and possibly the Final Four. Oh, God. And you know, you know who's another team that I can see easily making the Final Four in my bracket is Florida State. We barely talk about them. They yeah, go right. about their business. <laughs> and it's funny because um, I was hearing – oh, man, who was it? Who's talking about it? It, it, it might have been Jay Billis, or it was John Calipari. He was on the Dan Patrick Show this morning. He was talking about the fact that teams that go to the Final Four have a similar trend of winning or of having long winning streaks during the season. Where because you think about it, you got to win six games in a row to win the national championship. That's what you have to do. And for Florida State, they have they have put together some impressive winning streaks throughout the season. They have some veteran um, veteran leadership on their team. They win the outright ACC title, which I don't think anyone really saw coming at the beginning of the season. No, I, I didn't. And then Leonard Hamilton is the ACC coach of the year as well. So the Seminoles coming into the ACC tournament have a lot of momentum, even with – um, the upset at the hands of Clemson that maybe shook us a little bit. I'm not really that shaken by them, but that's a little bit of a sidetrack. But I just – I was thinking about it today. I'm, I was on a run, and I'm thinking about it. Why Why do I not think about this Florida State team more, you know? I think it's because they don't have, like, a major star. Like, that helps them stick out in the national spotlight, mm-hmm. maybe. They're more of just an all-around – team play i mean they have three players that average above 11 points they just don't have that big name star that gets talked about in player of the year categories or even acc player of the year categories. i was thinking the exact same thing jake is they're a team that there's not really one player that sticks out to you but they defend very well that's where they they're kind of their bread and butter is and yeah and i go back to the fact that they put some long winning streaks together so that makes me think and, and gives me confidence that they have the the firepower to to win six games in a row come come tournament time. So, that, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. We got to start thinking like, who are these teams that we can see winning six games in a row and, and winning a national championship? Because we're there. It's we're one week away, and so we gotta we gotta figure out you know who we like in our brackets. Not that it matters at all, because I mean, none of us are going to win any money out of it, <laughs> like we say every single year, but. Um, exactly. I, I do just want to go back to uh, Creighton for one sec. Do you think, Dan, I, I know this is kind of just, you know, far-fetched. Nothing's far-fetched in March. Um, if Creighton wins the Big East tournament and perhaps we see maybe Baylor stumble early. I know where you're going with this. Could we see uh, Creighton, you know, slide into the one seed? Um, I think personally I Florida State has a better chance of doing that if they okay. win the ACC tournament. But if Florida State was to slip up and Creighton goes right, on to win yeah. the Big East, I could see it happening because we can transition right into 
Baylor losing again at a West Virginia team that was in desperate need of a of a big win because we talked about them last week and the and the struggles they had been having in the free fall they were in. They win seventy six to sixty four over Baylor and if I wasn't worried about Baylor last week, I'm officially worried now because (laughs) for as good of a defensive team as they are, they don't have the offensive prowess to find ways to win these type of games and come tournament time. I mean, it's going to be tough because they're, it's funny you mentioned that Austin, because I looked at it today with Baylor and who can I see overtaking them in the one line? It's tough to, it's tough to dethrone Baylor off of the one line as of now. Yeah, a lot has to happen. They have too. a very, they have a very good um, quad good one resume. resume. Eleven and two yeah. in quad one, five and two in quad two, ten and zero in quad three and four combined with a net of five. This isn't just a product of the beginning of their season. They carried this over into Big Twelve play. It's been of late that they have really struggled and. They're going to finish with – if they win the Big 12 tournament or if they lose at any point during that, they're going to finish the season, regular season, with five losses. That's it. So it's yeah. tough to really take them off of the one line as of now. But to answer your question, I would say Creighton is probably the best case of trying to do that. Or maybe if even Villanova wins the conference tournament because Villanova has – a 10 and 6 quad 1 record as of now and there's going to be more chances to get more quad 1 wins inside the Big East tournament. So I can see Villanova even maybe sneaking up into there as well. And yeah. or, or what if let's say Dayton doesn't win the A10 tournament, which I Ooh, do think yeah, they're going to do, but if they don't I got to assume Dayton's fallen off of the one line and someone's got a chance to come up yeah, there and replace someone. him. Yes, someone like the Creightons or Florida States of the world that have massive opportunities in their own conference tournaments. Mm -hmm. But a lot has to happen, and you never know because it is Yeah, and I think Kansas and Gonzaga are locked into the one seeds. Yep. Uh, I can only assume Gonzaga is going to make it to the championship game and probably win, Um, whether that probably would end up being BYU that would have to take them off. But Gonzaga plays San Francisco tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern time in the semifinal games of the West Coast Conference, and they have struggled against San Francisco in the first two meetings of the season against them. So I'm interested to see how they fare against them. But that's strange, the West Coast Conference kind of starting their tournament at the end of the weekend and ending it on what will be a Tuesday. Do you think that – I find that a little bit strange. Maybe they're just – they're trying to break away from the flow. You know, I, was say, I think it started like almost a week ago at this point. Yeah, I don't, they take like days off. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of other conferences do that too. I don't know what the deal is. Let's just get these games going, you know, keep it, keep it flowing instead of just having these teams get rest and then, you know, they lose their momentum. Yeah. But maybe whatever, whatever the people want. I mean, Gonzaga hasn't played in what, a week and a half? They're like a triple buy? Right? Isn't that yeah, how it works? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they, got, they got a triple yeah. bye. I saw that. And that is <laughs> they they got a whole week off. <laughs> and the West Coast Conference is just very – it's oddly structured where you don't see triple buys very often in the conference tournaments, and that's what they got. But 
props to them. B- I think BYU got the same treatment as well because they were the two. They were the yeah. one of two seats. <laughs> yep. So we have. Let's see here. Any other games to touch on? How about Texas losing eighty-one to fifty-nine at home to Oklahoma State, setting up winner takes all, loser goes home. Texas versus Texas Tech in the first round of the Big Twelve tournament, a four-five matchup. We're at the point where it's it's basically do or die because these teams are so close to the bubble that another loss is going to push them out of the tournament. Yeah. If I had to put my money an on a team, an elimin- elimination game, I will put my money on Chris Beard over Shaka Smart to, yeah, to win this game. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I like me some Shaka, ah, but man. God damn, Shaka, come on. Like, you're home, they got blown see out. your day, and you lose to Oklahoma home. State of all teams. They were giving us hope last week. They didn't give me any hope on Saturday, I'll tell you that. <laughs> You want to hear something hilarious, Dan? Do I ever? So the 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 guy, the guy that I uh, the new kid that I'm training, he uh, did a parlay on Saturday, and he was showing me he picked like all the teams, whatnot, Kentucky and everything. Oh, boy, and then he had he had Auburn, and I was like, I really, you know, I'm really against Auburn right now. They're not playing that well. You know, they just lost to Texas a and You lost this guy money, didn't you? And then I was like, you know who's looking pretty good right now? It's Texas, and they are at home against Oklahoma State. Yeesh. So I'd go with them. And then I come into work this morning, and I'm, oh, I, I hear a, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oof, oof. I lost him $1,300. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a fat stack of change. Yeah. Oh, because of Shaka and his Longhorns getting the crap beat out of him by Oklahoma State. <laughs> Speaking of getting the crap beat out of you, how about Penn State losing to Northwestern? This one kind of sideswiped me. 80 to 69. Where are we on this Penn State team? Because they have been a little up and down of late. Let me take a peek here. So with the loss, they fall to the six seed instead of the five seed. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really know how much of a difference it, it, it's going to make. But instead of possibly playing Illinois the second round, they're going to play Maryland. And then they would have to go through Michigan State, which I really w- wouldn't want to do which is not ideal. So this this one was just a shocker because Northwestern has been so bad in conference play along with Nebraska. You kind of feel like those are those are automatic wins and then you go and lose should be. and then you go and lose to Northwestern. So a little bit strange. Let's move in talk about these conference tournaments. Oh, baby. Now Let's go. we're going to start off with the American Athletic Conference. And this is, I think, the most intriguing of the the Mm -hmm. major conference tournaments just because I mentioned it last week. I almost certainly think there's going to be a bid stealer in this tournament somewhere sprinkled out throughout it. And I want to ask who you think is going to win the conference tournament and who could possibly who's going (laughs) to make an attempt to steal a bid here. Uh, literally any one of these teams can just lose just like that. Yeah. Um, so your 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 
top four seeds, Cincinnati's the one, Houston the two, Tulsa's three, and Wichita State is four. I'm looking at UConn, who is the five seed. They get Tulane. They should take care of business there. And they get a Wichita State team that I believe they've beaten this season. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. I think they did, yeah. And how did Cincinnati leapfrog Houston? When did that happen? Because... I know too late. You want to retract that statement? Jake. Yeah, I take it back. So it was a it was a three way tie at thirteen and five at the top of the conference. So Cincinnati owned the tiebreaker somehow. I I don't know the exact reason how they how they had the tiebreaker. I think, uh, Tulsa had to win to win it outright on Sunday or Saturday, lost. but of course lost. Yeah. To I think someone bad. Or no, they lost to Wichita State. Wichita yeah, they State, did. I think so yesterday. Let me take a peek back to Wichita would... State. Yeah. Um, They've been pretty good lately. Yeah, they, they have play. been. They've beaten SMU and Tulsa, um, mixed in with the loss to Memphis. They lost to Cincinnati as well. Um yeah, in the back half of their schedule they beat the teams they were supposed to beat, but the thing that concerns me is they lost twice to Houston. They lost to Tulsa, Cincinnati. Like they haven't beaten any of the top teams in their own conference. Mm-hmm. I see. I see them beating up on the lower tier teams. And I am looking back here. They did beat UConn. They only played them once, and they beat them. Okay. So that negates my argument. But the UConn. And my boy, my boy Danny Hurley has gotten his team playing some some good basketball of late, and we have seen this UConn team make a run or two. And one would think they want to make some noise in their last American Athletic Conference championship before they head over <laughs> yeah. to the Big East next year, because God knows they're not even going to sniff a championship next year. So, <laughs> so hey, why not do it now, Jake? Jake, is there any team here that that interests you that you can see making a making a run? Yeah, how about your Memphis Tigers, Jake? SMU, huh? I think why is that? Me is SMU. I do, and that's I know in the second round. I mean, they have been Houston this earlier in the year. Um, They're on a three-game losing streak with their last Um, loss coming to South Florida. They played close games against. They're really hot right now, so I I I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> I look at a team like Tulsa yeah. who plays very Bounce good back. defense. Oh, Bounce back. Come on. I hope they do. Oh, play, play the yeah, that would be Ben Steeler. So to lay down the groundwork here, is do we think Cincinnati's in the tournament? Because it's funny because last week I said I didn't think Cincinnati deserved to be in the tournament, but I'm looking here. Yeah. Jerry Palm's got him in the tournament as of now. Unless I'm Unless I'm seeing things, yeah, they got him in. A, he's got him in as an 11 seed. Now I want to. I want to make sure I I give Joe Lenardi some love here too, because I want to. There's some there's some stark differences between Lenardi and Palms brackets. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find where he has the Cincinnati here. Yeah, the Texas Tech one is the one that really surprises me. Um, Lenardi had Texas Tech on. 
I believe it was a nine seed. I'm not seeing – I don't That's see them on here maybe? anymore, though. He has – so, Lenardi has Cincinnati in the tournament as a 12 seed. And Poem has them in as an 11 seed as of now. So, do it. Do with it what you will. But Cincinnati is is teetering on that line. And as of now – you know, being the number one seed, they got a they got a pretty easy draw against either UCF or uh, South Florida. And they recently lost to UCF not too long they ago. Did. So we will see. <laughs> and then I'm assuming the Wichita UConn game will meet Cincinnati um, in the semifinals. So Cincinnati, I still think they have some work to do. I think if if mm-hmm. they can win a couple of these games, you know, let's say they get to the championship game and they lose to a Houston. They might get into the tournament. I don't know. Yeah, I really would love to see two lower-seeded teams or higher-seeded teams, for that matter, make their way into the championship game and, and steal a bid here. Because this seems like it's gonna, it's destined to be a bid-stealing conference. Oh, for sure, for sure. So who do we got? Who do you got winning? Who do I have winning this tournament? Yeah. Oh, man. I honestly think Cincinnati is going to win this tournament. Just because they they drew the easier side of the bracket, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. the other side of the bracket yeah. has Memphis, Tulsa, SMU, and Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And I think Memphis is a little bit of a dark horse here, even though I, I really don't like their play. I, I don't enjoy their play, but um, they have the they have the talent, I think, to upset I mean, maybe a Tulsa. It's not going to be easy, though, because Tulsa is mm-hmm. a, oh, yeah, a yeah. very good defensive team, and Memphis struggles against good defensive teams. <laughs> Jake can attest to that. Oh, J- Jake's Jake, who do you got winning? Hello? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it was saying that the recording was getting saved and, like, the connection was lost, but we're good. Okay. I'm sorry, but I have Jake. Who do you have winning the American Athletic Cincinnati Conference? Cincinnati as well. Okay, Ooh. Austin. Ooh, this is a, this is, a I mean, like this is a flip of a coin. You could pick anyone. I don't have confidence in picking Cincinnati. I just think that, like I said, they have the easier side of the bracket. But UConn could be a stubborn little prick and. They they have played good <laughs> basketball of late, so I'd, I'm not going to count them out yet. They, you're absolutely right. They could, they could Austin, you got to pick a team so we can move state. on here. All right, I'm going to go. Ooh, just playing the scenarios in my head here. I'm going to go. I know your life depends on it. I'm going to go Wichita State. They've been hot okay. as of late. On to the A-10 tournament. It's at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, March 11th through the 15th. Let's see what we got here. Now, this bracket that I put in here is very confusing. It's not the kind of bracket that I like. <laughs> I like brackets where it has the logos of the teams, like the Big Ten tournament has the logos. It makes life a lot easier That's for beautiful. me. This one I, I do not like. Um, let's take a peek here. So your top four seeds, 
you have Dayton as the number one seed. Richmond slips in as the number two. Rhode Island is the three seed. And St. Louis is your four seed. Now, I will preface, St. Bonaventures has been very hot of late, and they have a pretty easy road to get themselves into the semifinals. They have a bye, and then they play the winner of the George Mason-St. Joseph's game. And then if they were to win that, they would play St. Louis. That's kind of where I'm looking on this bracket as of now. I will also say Davidson is a team that interests me to maybe make a little bit of a run here. They're the seventh seed. They play LaSalle. Anything that interests you in here, or are we just throwing Dayton right to the championship game? Um, I mean, St. Bonaventure usually comes alive in this A-10 mm-hmm. tournament. As of, uh, you know, the past couple of years, I think last year they lost to St. Louis in the championship. But, yeah, they could make a run and potentially make the semis against uh, Dayton and get destroyed by them. But St. Louis was a team that took um, Dayton down to the wire. Yes, Early on yes. in February, they lost 71-65. Yeah. I think it was in overtime. Was it in overtime? It, it was in regulation, but it was close. Oh, regulation. Yeah, St. Louis, okay. I mean, that's one of the tighter games that Dayton has played in the A-10. I'm looking at other games. They, they come in, they're, they've won five in a row, and they have wins over VCU and Rhode Island and St. Bonaventure, 72-49. to 49. I did not see that. So maybe St. Louis is a team that could make a little bit of a run here. Rhode Island has kind of fallen off. They're, they're going to have to win the tournament to get in after they were an at-large bid for a fair amount of time uh, during the regular season. They come in. And they, they've fallen apart here of late after they were taking care of business in the A-10 to start things off. They have lost uh, three of their last five, including losses to St. Louis and Dayton. They beat UMass to end their season. Do we all have Dayton winning the A-10 tournament? 100%. Yep. Do we have a team that – do we have a, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have a team Who that could upset play? them? So – I'll go with so Richmond. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that for any of these teams such as VCU, St. Bonaventure, St. Louis, you get to draw this out of the bracket with Dayton in it. So pretty much process of elimination there. Other teams, Davidson, Duquesne, Richmond, Rhode Island are all on the bottom half of the bracket. I would probably either go with Richmond or Rhode Island. And then Dayton. And then Dayton. Yeah, I'd agree. I think just the way Rhode Island's been playing, I think they'd lose to Richmond, and then we get a yes. Richmond Sunday yes. showdown. And Richmond is a last four in, according to Jerry Palm, with a net of 37. So advancing to the championship game is almost a necessity for them. And then the problem. Do you think they would need to win it? Mm the tournament to get in or just make the final? The only reason I say no is because I don't think they're going to they're gonna be able to. <laughs> so, you know, if they get there, and I don't know how much the eye test comes into play for the committee, but let's say they take Dayton down to the wire and lose, that could bode well in their favor maybe. I don't think they need to win yeah. the tournament. But I think they need to take care of business getting, getting there at least. Should yeah. be the championship but game. We all have Dayton winning this tournament. Correct. Correct. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to a much more interesting conference. The ACC tournament, which starts 
Tuesday tomorrow. Woo wee! It starts tomorrow, Tuesday. and we get yeah. a pretty juicy mass uh, matchup right off the rip: Virginia Tech versus North Carolina. Um, if you want to call it juicy, it's it's seven o'clock. <laughs> uh, Wake Forest and Pitt are the other game tomorrow. What interests us here? I'm looking here. NC State gets the winner of the Wake Forest Pitt game. That could set up a matchup: Duke versus NC State. Duke has had their fair share of troubles against NC State um, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Virginia comes in here scorching hot. The number two oh, seed. They beat ball. Louisville. Yeah. We didn't mention that. They beat Louisville on Saturday as well in typical Cavalier fashion. First one to 57, I believe it was. They are on the side of the bracket with Louisville as well. In which they could get a potential rematch come Friday if Louisville can, of course, get Well, that's if Syracuse, Syracuse wins on Wednesday. Oh, Oh, they okay. will. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. What about what about uh, if Florida State draws Clemson, who beat them? Could be interesting. Ooh, yeah. Ah, man. As I much as I just hyped Cle- up Florida State, here Clemson's I am saying, go Clemson. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think uh, Florida State will win this one easily. No matter who they draw, because in Clemson's case, they're not at home. <laughs> so obviously, they have beaten Florida State, Louisville, and Duke all at home this year and have fared pretty poorly in neutral site and road games. So I, I think Florida State will handle them. Yeah, either. I'm thinking it's going to be the one through four seeds that make it to the semis, that being Florida State. Yeah. Virginia, Louisville, and Duke. Florida State would play Duke. Virginia playing Louisville. I am going to say Louisville is going to find a way to solve this Virginia defense and win and advance the championship game. And they're going to play Florida State. And I have Florida State winning the ACC championship. I have Florida State as well. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say Florida State's going to play Virginia, and then Florida State wins a tight, low-scoring game, of course. 57. No, no, I'm, I'm thinking more in the – maybe like the that. 40s. Maybe even lower. <laughs> yes, 45, yes, 42. Yes. Sounds Ooh, good to me. On a buzzer beater. Florida State has just been a much more consistent Ooh. team than any of the other teams, like Duke, Virginia, yeah. Louisville. They, you know, there's just been a little bit more consistency to their game, and so that's what gives me confidence. So we're at an agreement that Florida State is going to cut down the nets in the ACC tournament, baby, and they're going to be number one seed, and then they're going to cut yep. the nets down Atlanta. <laughs> yep. I like it. To wait and see. Yeah, Jake, they're my team now, on? too. I'm all bored. Choo-choo. Ooh. <laughs> so let's talk about the best conference in college basketball, the Big Ten Tournament. Oh, my This all starts goodness. March 11th, which would be Wednesday – a um, couple of the great games, Northwestern oh, and so Minnesota and Nebraska and Indiana, a game that Indiana needs to win. Indiana. Indiana needs to win a couple of games to get into the tournament as far as I'm concerned. there, I mean, there's good matchups all around here. We talked about Purdue. They play Ohio State. Um, Ohio State's the seven seed, Purdue the 10. 
the let's see here. The top four seeds are Wisconsin, Michigan State, Maryland, and Illinois. In that order, Illinois comes in here red hot, and they look like they're probably going to get another date with Iowa in the semifinals or the quarterfinals, I should say. Uh, juicy, I think juicy. Iowa's going to get their number in that. Just, I'd agree. I'd because agree of the that. parity that we've seen in the Big Ten and the fact that Illinois was able to beat Iowa just, what was it, last week? Or the other day it was yesterday. Yeah, uh, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, you know yesterday. what? It's hard for me to keep all these Big Ten games straight. There's so many of them. Um, they won seventy-eight to seventy-six yesterday. That game was in Illinois. I can see Iowa winning that game. We talked about Iowa winning the Big Ten tournament. They didn't win the regular season tournament, but I like their chances. Austin in the top side of this bracket. As much, as, yeah, as, as much them pretty well as I've loved Wisconsin and how good they've been. I feel like their luck's going to run out in this Big Ten tournament at some point. Yeah. And it could end yeah. when they get the winner of the Michigan Rutgers game. Yes, that is very true. Uh, Rutgers, I think, played Wisconsin maybe last week, two weeks ago, something like that. And it was a close game. So all these games are tight. I mean, there's not really much difference in these teams. And. They're they're just beating up on each other all year, and they're just going to continue to do it in this tournament. And it'll be interested interesting to see who Wisconsin gets paired with because either way, it's going to be a tight. Yeah, these are all going to be tight games. And lucky for us, uh, Saturday we get a couple of games on CBS Sports, which mm-hmm. are yep. going to be at one o'clock, and then twenty five minutes after the first game um, on Saturday, and then. As is tradition in the Big Ten, the championship game on Sunday afternoon, and it ends just about a half hour before we have our bracket. So, who do we have playing and who do we have winning in this Big Ten tournament? Good Holy luck. Holy cow, Good luck. I feel like we're all going to have different answers here. Oh, man. Let me dissect for five seconds here. I am going to go with the Michigan State Spartans. The easy pick, but I do like it. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) They're just getting hot. They are. I trust Tom Izzo more than anyone else in this conference. And and maybe Greg Gard. I love me some Greg Gard. I think. Who who are they going to play, Jake? Mm. Illinois. Whoa, I like it. Illinois. Yeah. You know what, Jake? Oh, man, I, I could agree with you on that one. Illinois has been playing some sound basketball lately, and the thing that really impresses me about them is that they have multiple scores. Um, Dasunmu, is that how you pronounce it? He yeah. – he is very impressive to me. He he can drive to the basket. He's a the facilitator on this offense, I would say, for Illinois. Got the big man, uh, Cockburn, inside. As much as I say that, I think we're going to have Wisconsin versus Michigan State in the finals. I have Michigan State winning as well. Whoa. I believe oh, – God. Uh, I think I have Michigan ah, State boom. winning as well, but they will—they'll be playing Iowa. All right, you got the Hawkeyes making a little bit run, a little bit of a run. That would be three yep. straight wins before they get to the Big Ten tournament. 
championship game as a five seed. So we'll see how they fare. But we all have Michigan State winning in the Big Ten tournament. The Big 12 tournament, I feel like this one's going to be quick. Um, (laughs) Pretty much this is... You know what? The bottom half of this bracket is actually very interesting to me because Baylor lost to TCU yep. and they might have to play him in the second round in the quarterfinals of this, which would be Thursday. This tournament starts on Wednesday. Your top four seeds are Kansas, Baylor, Oklahoma, and then Texas. And we mentioned Texas Tech and Texas Tech play in a winner-takes-all game, basically, to get into the tournament. One of those teams is going home. And then they get the pleasure of playing Kansas in the semifinals. Does that say 11.30 a.m.? That does. The Texas-Texas Tech game? Yeah, that's that's nice. I like that. Come on, let's go. Take off work. That's nice. Who do we got here? What do we like? Yikes. Uh, I'll go first here. I think Texas Tech beats Texas. They get in the tournament. That's going to be an elimination game no matter what. Then they're going to play Kansas and lose because Texas Tech can't beat anyone, you know, atop the Big 12, it seems like. They play them tight, uh, but just can't get the key win they need against Baylor or Kansas. So I think Kansas is going to win that. Down below here, I think Baylor wins a tight one against TCU. Very tight one. And then, you know, flip a coin for this Oklahoma-West Virginia game. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to – I'm going to say West Virginia wins, so we get that Baylor-West Virginia rematch. And I think Baylor gets the you know edges out West Virginia, and then they'll play Kansas for a championship showdown on Saturday. And I, I'll have Kansas. Shocker. Yep. Jake, do you agree <laughs> with that statement from Austin? Yeah, I have Kansas winning. But... So I think they'll play – West Virginia. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. that's a, that was a long one. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Kansas is the best team in the country right now, and they win this. They win this Big Twelve tournament pretty easily. But, but on the bottom half, I think we're gonna have a Baylor, Oklahoma, and I got my Sooners making a statement Ooh, and beating okay. Baylor, okay. a team that I have zero confidence in, in an 8 okay. o'clock showdown on ESPN slash ESPN2, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> Which one will it be? Who knows? Friday, March 13th, <laughs> inside. I don't know where this is taking place. Uh, where is it? Where is it? It's usually in Kansas City. That's where I believe it is. Inside the Sprint Center, Oklahoma beats Baylor 69 to 68. And then they get blown up by Kansas in the championship game. (laughs) (laughs) Big East, holy, here we go again. Right back into the bloodbath. Your top four seeds, as they read, Creighton, Villanova, Seton Hall and our Providence Friars, the number four seed, not the best draw in the tournament. They could take on the number five seed Butler right off the rip, which is a very difficult yeah, right. spot to be in. But I don't know how 
I don't know how we can go against this time. Providence Friars team as of now. Um, this tournament starts Wednesday, March 11th, with St. John's and Georgetown, my DePaul Blue Demons, and Xavier. I want to start with Xavier here because they are not safe. They are not locked into the tournament yet. They have um, no. they've sputtered down the stretch here. They're going to have to take care of DePaul, and they would probably help them out a lot if they beat Villanova as well. But if they do beat DePaul and lose to Villanova, do we have Xavier into the tournament, Austin? It's going to be tough because – I think they're out right now. They're barely they're in, barely as, in. As far as I'm concerned, gotta, um, continue, and I'll look it up for you. And they gotta, they gotta, they're gonna have to beat the Paul. I mean, it's a win they they need, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna help them. And if they lose, they just lose everything. So they're gonna have to beat Villanova, and it, it all depends on how these other bubble teams fare in their respective conference tournaments. As yeah, well. so here we go. I got it. But you, you like know, this, Austin. <laughs> this will put your brain into a pretzel. Oh, here we go. Jerry Palmesm is a 10 seed playing Iowa in the Sacramento region. Lenardi doesn't have him in the tournament. He has him as a first four out. I'm with Lenardi on this one. I, I don't That's... think Xavier belongs to be yeah, in the tournament they've... with the play they've shown. They are a team that I don't want to say we took them for granted, but I think we've just we've penciled them into the tournament for a long time now. And they yeah. have a 44 <laughs> yeah, net right. and they are three and 11 in quadrant one. And to give you some perspective, Indiana Not sits good. right there with them on that bubble line. They are four and 10 in quad one, but they have a 60 net. So, however, strength of schedule, Xavier has a five strength of schedule up against Indiana's 54. Okay. So if I mean you want to play blind resumes, this is a this is a great blind resume to put these two teams up against each other. And I, God damn it, I probably should have saved this and done it on like Wednesday or something, because I would I would have got <laughs> okay. you on this one. These are these these resumes are tough yeah. because <laughs> right. the net is in favor of Xavier, but Indiana has one more quad one win. So what is the committee going to look at here? These are two teams that are. They're right on that bubble. And Jerry Palm has both Indiana and Xavier as 10 seeds. And Joe Lenardi is Xavier out of the field. And Indiana as a last four in. So we don't have to dive into it right now. We, we can well, wait and see how, the, how things play out in the tournament. If you know, Because yep. it's tough. But as of now, I don't know about this Xavier team. They are... Trending in the wrong direction, and they're going to need to. They're going to need to pick their play up here a little bit before conference tournament time. They need yes, that zone most definitely. So, Marquette is another team that is trending in the wrong direction, and they are the number six seed. They get to play Seton Hall um, in the quarterfinals, who is the three seed. Joe Lenardi has Marquette as a last four bye, so they are. They are yeah, moving so their way towards well. the bubble. A little, they're, they're flying a little cl- too close to the sun yeah, right. as of now. Uh, Jerry Palm has them as a nine seed playing Arizona State in the Omaha region. God, such like difference. Like, God, it's so far. It's, it's, so it's far close, apart. but it's very far apart, if, if you know what I mean. It's, yeah. You would much rather be a nine seed than a last four by as of now. And that is where 
Um, Marquette sits, according to Joe Lenardi, as a last four buy. Let's get the picks here. Who do we have? Uh, this is this is a gauntlet. Wow. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, yes. Sigurowski is doubtful for Creighton. For the, for the whole tournament. So. I oh I'm seeing both oh. sides of it. I've heard I've seen just the first game, but now so I'm why the are you telling me why are you telling me that he's doubtful for the whole tournament when you just said that he is only going to miss one game? You're giving me false I'm reports. Is what you're giving me? I'm seeing both sides. Both he reports. hurt his. What's wrong with him, Jake? His meniscus. yeah his meniscus in the final game of the season. Correct. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he got hurt. And I saw reports earlier today that <clears throat> there really w- weren't any reports. They didn't know exactly what his timetable was going to be. But he's a pretty important factor. I know, Austin, you like this Creighton team. And Zagorowski is a, is a big part of that, along with uh, Tyshawn Alexander in the backcourt. I like this Creighton team, but <laughs> do I like my Providence They're on the same better. side of the bracket. Hmm, I guess I'll go first here. So I'm going to have Creighton playing Providence, Villanova playing Seton Hall. I'm going to have Providence playing Villanova for the Big East Championship, and then Villanova is going to win. Yeah, I do. Interesting. Jake? Refuse to die. Yeah, I'm seeing right now on my screen Zagorowski doubtful for Big East tournament. Creighton guard hurt his meniscus in his knee. So, gee, that's a big loss. Jesus. Um, I have Villanova winning it. Um, I still have them playing Creighton in the final though, even with Zagorowski out. As chalky, you don't bat against Jay Wright. Villanova wins the tournament. Butler makes a good run, gets to the finals. The Bulldogs gain some confidence, go on a little bit of a run. They beat Providence, they beat Creighton, and they get to the conference finals before losing to Villanova. We haven't talked about this Butler team very much. They've moved down a little bit. They're about a sixth seed, according to Jerry Palm. I think they moved their way back up a little bit. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, to the Conference of Champions. This. This is my favorite conference tournament. And you know why? Because we don't get to watch any of it. Because it's on the Pac-12 network. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I wish. I I believe. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. It doesn't have a TV schedule on this bracket. But. I don't know if the championship game or the semifinal games are on FS1. I believe they are, but all the like quarterfinals are on the Pac-12 network. Yeah, everything's like on the Pac-12, and I think probably the championship. Yes, I believe. On ESPN, now like that you mentioned that, I believe the kind of thirty something like that. I believe the semis and the championship are. On ESPN, so woohoo! <laughs> the championship game is a it's on FS1. Okay, it's on FS1. Wow, that's interesting. Ooh, the Pac-12 wow. usually carries a good majority of their games on um, yeah. ESPN with my boy Bill, but I guess not. Anyways, uh, your four 
your top four seeds, Oregon, UCLA, Arizona State, and USC. Yeah, no, we would have guessed that at the beginning of the season. Um, (laughs) I want to start with this Arizona-Washington matchup because if I had to pick one team that was dead last in their conference to go on a run and win their conference tournament, it would be my Washington Huskies (laughs) because they just beat Arizona this past weekend. Arizona sucks, and I think they could go on a run here. I think they could do it. I really do. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about. I'm looking them. at it, and I think they play can. on their team. But the Huskies have caught fire of late, and I think they could go on a run here. Who's with me? Who wants to come on? I Jump agree. on. I they go into the that. semis. Look at who they play. Arizona, and then they There's, go to USC. Oregon is the only uh, team. Oregon is the only team in this conference where I them. say they're like you know like a team that you don't want to face. Any other team, any other team can beat any other team in this conference. How about our? I'm looking at this first. Well, how about here our Colorado Buffaloes just completely falling off the wagon? <laughs> they lose in <laughs> overtime to Utah, who is the ninth <laughs> seed in this Pac-12 tournament. Colorado, they are a team that I am not picking to win a game in the in the in the, in the March Madness tournament, regardless of who they face. They're on a four-game <laughs> losing streak. Those include lose losses to California. And Utah, two teams that we have not even uttered their their wow. words of those teams throughout this year. Yep. And here we are. Yeah. You, you can see Cal <laughs> beating Stanford. I, I can I can see it happening. Washington State yep. beating Colorado. Yeah, I can see anything happening in the Pac twelve? Right. So you watch. We're gonna get one versus two. <laughs> we get Utah versus Washington State. Yeah. Who who do we got? Who do we got here? Wow. Um, Jake, go, you go first. You take this one. I have... I have Oregon winning over Arizona State. In the championship who, you, huh? who do you have in the, in the semis? Yeah. Any upsets? Um, I have. What was that, Jake? Didn't hear you. <laughs> I think, well, I mean, I'm on the Oregon-Washington. Yeah! Let's go! I agree. Yeah, I yeah, I'm on, jump I'm on, on board that. while you can. I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, on it. <laughs> I, but I think it'll be UCLA, Arizona State, and the other side. Yeah, I agree. It's uh It'll be Oregon, Washington, and then uh, UCLA, Arizona State. Get that rematch in there. I think uh, Arizona State picks it up, and they play Oregon. And then Oregon wins in a tight one in overtime against Arizona State. I have. Now listen listen here. Oh, give it to me. Come on. I think my UCLA Bruins Mm -hmm. are going to figure things out, and they're going to get back to the conference tournament champion. But they're gonna lose to my USC Trojans. My USC Trojans have picked oh up the wow. pace of late. Wins over Arizona, Arizona State, and UCLA. A gross fifty-four to fifty-two win over the Bruins. They will meet once again <laughs> in the Pac-12 Conference of Champions, and the USC Trojans 
punch their ticket to the March Madness tournament and get in as a six seed. Wow. I'm just completely going off the rails wow. tonight. Wow. <laughs> the Southeast Conference of Mediocrity. This yeah. is a bad tournament, folks. If I had to pick one tournament to not watch, <laughs> I think this one take this one takes the crown. We have this, this tournament taking it. place in the beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee. Your f- top four seeds are Kentucky, Auburn, LSU, and Mississippi State. Florida, who should have beat Kentucky over the weekend, comes in as a five seed. Any anything you want to talk about here, or do we all have Kentucky winning the tournament? Uh, <laughs> what about the bottom? Win, yes. well, how about the bottom half of this bracket? Because talk about a talk about a crapshoot. God Almighty, man! Auburn and LSU have been two teams that I cannot figure out for the life of me. And then you have my boy Buzz and his Texas A and M Aggies have suddenly risen from the dead. They're another team I can see making a deep run into the tournament. I'm gonna go. I think as the 11 seed. Are you kidding me? No way. (laughs) There is no way they go through South Carolina and LSU. There's not a chance, Austin. I'm sorry. I bet you. I bet you they lose to Vanderbilt. They're a tournament team right now. (laughs) Can you imagine? You think? Oh, that would be amazing. No. You you think? You think Danny makes room? Come on. I don't think anyone makes a run. I think they all <laughs> knock each other out. Kentucky wins the game by virtue of forfeit in the in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Wow. Okay, Friday is the quarterfinals. Jeez, it's forever. Yeah, there's their championship games on Sunday too. They don't this deserve to play on is Sunday. So bad. They should just cancel it. Coronavirus. <laughs> On a more serious note, it. Mississippi State is a is a first four out according to Jerry Palm. They have a net of fifty. They do have work to do. They got some I mean, work to do. Probably going to play Florida. I mean, I can see Georgia back. At, yeah, Georgia. Uh, you know what? Play Georgia. I, I think Georgia wins. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Right. Mississippi State's <laughs> going to have to win that game. They do get yeah. a double bye. Is the I don't know how the hell they got a four seed. That goes to tell you goes to tell you about this conference. <laughs> and then um, they're in the side of the bracket with Kentucky, so they're going to have to beat Kentucky to get into the tournament. Yeah. Good, good luck. luck. It's not going to happen. So, who do we who do we have losing to Kentucky yeah, in the championship? Oh man! Uh, I'd probably just pick Auburn. <laughs> like, yeah. Even though I could see them losing the Texas A&M right, right away, I could see them losing I'll the Texas A&M. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Right again. God, it'll be interesting for sure, but probably won't even watch. Sorry, we had to end on such a sour note for the conference tournaments. <laughs> We were had, we yeah, had a good right? run there. I had there. a bad some taste good, in my some mouth. Some good tournament talk, and then we had to end with with the SEC. So <laughs> I'm trying to think here. No, who do we? Uh, who do we like? Uh, does uh, BYU yeah, beat St. Mary's tonight? 
because they they did just go into a tight game against Saint Mary's, Pepperdine yesterday in double overtime. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, and I don't really how are they that. solidly in the tournament is um, beyond my mind. Let me mind. look here. Let me look where Joe has them because Jerry Palm has has um, Saint Mary's as an eight seed. Right, I feel like there could that's be a surprise with the committee, and they could. That's just what not maybe me is the is be out as much as we like to lean on these bracketologists to help kind of sway our position on where we think teams should be ranked. I'd love to see like an eight seed not even make the tournament, <laughs> like because St. Mary's and yeah, right. Xavier are the two teams that I can definitely see that happening to. I'm trying to see where. Yeah, Jill Lenardi has St. Mary's as an eight seed as well. I got to see. Wow, Let's so take a peek generous. at St. Mary's resume My... real quick here. Um, They got a 31 net, which bodes well for them. Uh, let me scroll down here for a second. Where are my gals? A win tonight over BYU would go a long way in helping them. They are two and four in quad yeah. one, five and one, quad two, eight and two in quad three. Their strength of schedules are seventy-five. It's just, uh, I mean, the twenty-five and seven. They have a good record. They're eleven and five in the West Coast Conference. It just seems like they're a solid team that's probably worked their way into the tournament. That's what it seems like, as of now. Yeah. Trying to what's uh trying to see their they beat best BYU or which who they beat continues to look like a better win with every week pretty much BYU is up to the six the six yeah. line maybe even the f- I mean they they beat six Wisconsin line. first team of the year mm-hmm. uh, Utah yeah, State true. Arizona State they did you beat know, Arizona did. State. Ninety six fifty. They did all their work at the beginning of the year, ones? and and their non conference play. What? what? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, shut me up. Yeah, good. Jake, did you say ninety six? That was my shit show of the week because Arizona State had that uh, guy off the bench that had wow, okay. fifty six points. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was a while ago now. <laughs> what the hell? Thank you. That was, a, that was a good shit show. I think that was the best one, Jake. I like that. So, before we get out of here, let's quickly talk about some of these um, teams that are punched their ticket into the tournament. So, Liberty is into the tournament. Um, Eastern Tennessee or Eastern Tennessee State has beaten uh, Wofford. So, so they are into the tournament now as well. Whopper. To join Liberty, Belmont is in. Um, Bradley, remind Winthrop. me of who else, Austin. Winthrop, Utah State. Bradley, Utah State. Outside of Utah okay. State, who is a team that could make some noise out of that group that I just named off for you? Um, Liberty is a team that I look at. They have basically have the entire team from last year who won a game, beat Mississippi State. Who knows how they were a five seed, but 
the Liberty was the 12 knocked off the five and uh, this team has some experience, you know, they basically run the table this yes, year, yes. 30 and four. They're one of the very yes, few teams yes, that yes, have I, gotten to 30 wins this and, season. Yeah. And, you know, lots of experience. So whoever they play, yeah, they're going to uh, Jerry Palm money. That's as sure. a projected as a 13 seed playing Louisville in the opening round of the tournament. Let me see wow. where Joe has yeah. Liberty slotted in as of now. They're probably going to be right on that 13-12 line. Joe has them as a 12 seed playing Auburn. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm telling you right now, Austin, these five oh, God, 12 yes. matchups, are, it's going to be a slaughter fest this year. It's going to be bad. I'm looking right now, Penn State versus Stephen F. Austin. As much as I love Penn State, Stephen F. Austin has been hot. And then if if I had to pick a game that I really hope doesn't come true, it's Wisconsin versus East Tennessee State. Because I because as much <laughs> as I love Wisconsin, East Tennessee State right. has been very good this season. And they just locked their way into the tournament. So yeah. there's a lot. There's a Dan and I were I talking think, about uh, Belmont yeah. should be maybe a little higher than a fifteen. I- they're on a um, they're on a pretty, pretty solid team. They could be a tough out as well. It's it's yeah. larger than that. I believe 10, it's 11, I believe it's climbed up maybe? like twelve or thirteen. But they won the Ohio Valley Conference over Murray State yesterday. So they are into the tournament, and as you mentioned, a fifteen seed seemed a little bit low to me. Uh, let me see where Joe has him. I think Joe has him a little mm-hmm. bit higher. Let me look here. He's got him as a 14, playing Duke. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else, guys? That was a jam-packed show. That was pretty good. We did a good job there. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. When, uh, um, when probably, do you think we'll get together uh, next? Probably, I, honestly, it all depends. I think we're going to have to wait and see. You know, I, I think some some news will create itself here throughout the week of conference tournaments. We'll probably have to meet on uh, Friday or Saturday to talk about some of the bid steals that yeah. we might see coming yeah. up. Um, obviously, talk talk about this West Coast tournament, see how it plays Upsets. out. Maybe BYU yeah. can beat Gonzaga. That could be interesting. Um. We got a lot going on with conference tournaments, mm-hmm. so we'll probably have some reaction to that. And then the big day Sunday, we'll have um, we'll have a the big one coming up probably Sunday night, right after the the bracket comes out. We'll we'll have some live reaction, and then we'll take some time to you know dissect these matchups, and then we'll have them all for you. And of course, before Wednesday. We're going to have to have our picks on who we have winning these games all the way through to Atlanta in the final four. Yeah. So I, you don't have oh, to wait God, any longer, Austin. Wait. It's oh. here. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I remember we were talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Like we're weeks less than a week, we'll baby. This oh, is March. God. This is March. Yeah. Yeah. 
can't wait to experience this. Neither yes. can I. Neither I can I. Jake and Reynoso. Every year. Yeah. Shocker. All right. Episode number 17 in the books. A good one. <laughs> Conference tournaments are underway. We're less than a week until we have our bracket. Stick with us. As we mentioned, we got a lot of more content coming up in the next couple of days and weeks as March Madness is in full force for Dan Cooter, Austin Atwood, and Jake Huther saying so long for the one and done podcast once again. Goodbye.